Hello, welcome back to the Damn Your Tall Podcast. Yes, I know it's been a couple of weeks. We've been busy, but I'm one of your hosts, Felicia, aka BBJ up in this bitch. Along with Graham, aka Sarita Lot in this house. I'm still uh, reading Eagle Against the Sun, which is a retrospective of the American War Against Japan by Ronald H. Spector, which is a little old, but you know, it's also close to the time the events occurred. No one so. cares. What? So, yes, welcome back. I know we've been gone for a couple weeks because we have been very busy. I was sick like two weeks ago. Not the Rona. It's just something is going around in the school. And since I work at the school now, it's inevitable I'm going to get sick. But I do have my insurance now so I can get all my flu shots. And I've scheduled all my appointments for every new doctor that I need. So that's a bonus. Um, What else has been going on? Practices. This is like the fourth week coming up officially of practice. So... Getting in the swing of things, everybody's kind of starting to flow, and we're all starting to get to know each other, but everybody's kind of like, you know, after the first, I think, couple of days, they all kind of saw what my coaching style is, and we all kind of like, you know, just relax, chill, a chill vibe, they bring the little speaker out, and we just practice, it's, our, I have two practices now, and one's at 5.45 in the morning, which, that's not that bad, and then the worst part is, I have one at 5.30, which, <laughs> I'm like to be done by like, four like my usual practice last year was like from three to like four thirty, and I'm usually done but now it's like seven o'clock I'm at home and I'd like to stay in my house most of the time so that's like an adjustment I might have to change it next semester because I like to eat dinner at a reasonable time and I don't like eating super late so I might have to change that up but yeah that's that's what's been really going on just lots of work Boeing is still there He's just chilling by the chair. He's more than just there. He's still living and loving and being a great little friend. So, oh, go ahead. You're going to say something? Yeah, also, you remember Tutopolis? Oh, yeah, your dad called us and talked about some, what was their mask? He likes looking up weird mascots. Oh, no, this was not the weird mascots. Uh, Tutopolis is a small town near um, Effingham, Illinois, where we lived for a while and where I worked, and... Uh, yes, their mascot is the wooden shoes because there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of Germans who founded the town. No, the uh, important thing there was uh, remember all those anhydrous ammonia trucks driving around everywhere fertilizer. Uh, sure. Well, one of them crashed and killed five people and poisoned like the entire town. Why would you want to bring that up? This is supposed to be a nice, relaxing podcast. I'm not talking about death. Oh, well, I did, I thought you would want to know. No, this is just like uh, no. What, Tutopolis, we don't. We haven't lived there in like seven years, eight years. I feel like, or not even Tutopolis, Effingham. Oh. Anyways, but it's kind of. I mean, it's a surprise that it actually happened. There is a lot of safety around Anhydrosomonas because the stuff is extremely dangerous. But unfortunately, sometimes accidents do happen. So. Okay, so in other news, um. Y'all remember when we said if we get, like, a response from just literally anyone about Airplane 2, we'll watch it? And, oh, well, we got two. And I'd like to read the message from my brother, it, which the the message is Airplane Duo, and then the statement is, watch the movie Airplane 2. So maybe our plan for engagement was not as effective as we hoped. Anyways. But yes, and my sister all also commented in, like, our uh, Twitter saying to watch Airplane 2. Um, 
it is no longer on Max. So, and I literally tried to find it on any type of like Tubi, Freebie, or Freebie, yeah, Freebie, Tubi, YouTube, something. And I cannot find this movie. And I was like, oh, let's just go to the library and see if they have it. No. So I don't know what we're going to do because now I really want to watch this. So we're, we're trying to figure that out of what we can try and find to watch. I'm not buying the movie. I refuse. <laughs> I'm not spending like $10 to watch this movie that I know is bad, but I must watch it. I mean, we'll do it. We'll do it. I mean, I guess I could just return to Amazon and be like, it was broken. <laughs> it was broken. It was really <laughs> I bad. threw it against the wall because it was terrible. But yes, yeah, so that's the dilemma. So Airplane 2 is on hold for right now. We will eventually get to it. Hopefully it'll come back on some sort of service or we can rent it from the library or yes, something. Because we're not buying it. Yes, I, I would like not to buy it. Also, uh, Halloween is coming up. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to figure out whether or not to decorate the house and all that stuff to do. You want to get an inflatable. Oh, you're going to actually let me get one? I'm I didn't get say str- that. I said you want to get an inflatable. I didn't I'm not going to get the stressed out Michael Myers that's at Walmart. <laughs> Every time I look at that thing, I will post a picture when this episode goes live of this inflatable Michael Myers at the Walmart here. He's got like the little stressed out bags under his eyes. Like he's like so over this shit of like killing people. He looks so, so stressed out. <laughs> like if you ever see like Togepi in Pokemon Go where it's got the little like lines on its face, like it's like super stressed because it's like a cracked egg. Yeah, that's that's what he looks like. So that's the uh so so we're gonna do that. I mean, I think we should. We're actually in like a neighborhood that seems a little bit more neighborhoody than our last one was. Well, yeah. Like I wanna like put a reef and stuff on our door for like Christmas and everything and I mean we can get an inflatable, but we'd have to store it too. Yeah, that's the problem. But like, the, we already uh, have our actual artificial Christmas tree with ornaments. Like that's already a pain to store now. It is. Um, but I have seen some unique things for people to put out as trick or treat stuff. That's not candy. What? Would you like to make some guesses? Uh, pineapples. Uh, that's actually a good guess. Actually, I'd be kind of glad if I got a pineapple for trick treat. No, the one I saw was crab rangoons. What? Yeah, so I just had a uh, one of those bowls with the grabby hand with the sensor that you put your hand in, and you go to grab it, and the hand comes down and spooks you. But it was crab rangoons. Just loose crab rangoons. Yes, and Who's I had a little sign doing that. that. No one, you, all your candy and stuff has to be wrapped. Like no one's like, here's some fresh baked cookies for your child. Like I give my kid those. Um, so there was, there was that, and then there was another one. Then this will fulfill your your wrap requirements, since you want all food to be wrapped. Apparently, for Halloween, yes. If you're giving it out to strangers, you don't want nobody to get sick and die. Um, it is, and this one, this one actually might work for Ricky. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's just packs of the cheap ramen, chicken and beef flavor. You just go buy one of those big boxes that comes with like. 30 packs of ramen and just hand that out to people. I mean, if you're a college student, yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I did hear, of, and, this, and this is one that's a little bit more fun. I did hear of a one fun thing that somebody did where they still had candy, but they also put a little sign out that says, if you would like candy instead, you could, uh, instead of candy, you can have a potato. And apparently they've become the potato house. And people, like kids get really excited when they come back. Oh, I got a potato! I got a potato! Which I thought was kind of fun. I don't think we should get a bag of potatoes, but it was no. just kind of funny. 
I don't know, Crab Rangoon, though. Problem is, it would probably be cold by the time we ate it. That sounds gross. But yes, Halloween is coming up. By the time you listen to this uh, podcast, it'll be like the first week of October. September kind of flew by, honestly. Like, these weeks are flowing by. (sighs) They have been. They have been. Like, we've been here for like two months now. It's kind of crazy to think about it, because it took us like two days to get out here and like we, we it took us a while to get our like footing and setting in, but now we kind of know where to go in town, sort of. Like we still use GPS to find places, but everything is like we're near pretty much all the restaurant type places because we're near closer to like the interstate, and it's just like a straight line because uh, Montana is not that big. Well, Montana is big, but the towns are fairly small. Mm-hmm. Like because there's a lot of mountains. There's more. I feel like more mountains than people. But yeah, everybody keeps on. Uh, oh, first of all, okay, I will say this: I went to the dollar store the other day. We got a brand new dollar store; it looks very nice. And um, this guy looked at me as another black man. He's like, "Where are you from?" I was like, "What if, you, what if I was born here? Y'all know where my life." And I was like, "I'm from Indianapolis originally. I work at the school." And they're like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "You know, it gets cold here." I was like, "Oh my god! If I get one more person that tells me this, look, look, ho, I know it gets freaking cold here." I got jackets. I got layers. Okay, layers. I know it gets cold. I got a hat, gloves, scarves, boots. If I have one more person tells me, <laughs> you know it gets cold here. Yes, oh, I know. Damn. I was talk. I was talking to one of the guys at work who mentioned that it does get cold here, but he was smart enough to go. You guys are probably used to it. And he also made out. He also made the point that in his experience, the winters here are much are drier, so they don't have. It's not the slushy black gross snow. But he was like, yeah, it does get cold here, but you're probably going to be at least somewhat used to it. It's just going to be, it'll be a different winter than what we're used to, which I appreciate. Like, that's that's useful information. Another guy mentioned to me that because of how town is, we may want to actually get snow tires for the car. Like, okay. And he said that not because he's like, oh, you're a bunch of dumb out-of-towners. He said that because he gets snow tires for his car. Yeah. Like, that I appreciate. If you were like, are you ready for a cold winter? It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm from the Midwest. Ugh. Like, I understand. Like, okay, I should have said, when these people were complaining, it's hot, like, oh, there's no humidity, you weenies. Like, they're like, oh, it was like 89 on, like, move-in day. And it was like a nice breeze. There is no humidity here. Like, the day we moved out of our old house, I thought we were going to die. <laughs> it was so freaking hot. It was, like, one of the hottest days of that, like, summer. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to take breaks every 10 minutes and water up because it was so freaking hot and we were loading up a truck. And then the next day we had to unload it and it was just as hot. So I'm like, it is nothing compares to what the heat we were exposed to, especially in like, if you live in Phoenix, I was like, I don't want to hear about hot. We had hot weather. It was not hot here. Like we got out once we get to like, once we got into Montana, we're like, Oh, it's like nice here. (laughs) But yes. So I don't want to hear about, Oh, it's hot or, you know it gets cold here. It's like, yes, like, I'm from the Midwest. I understand what cold is. I, I'll think I'll be fine. And plus, my ass ain't gonna be outside. I'm gonna be inside. I'm not, the most, we have a garage. So I don't even have to warm up the car in the morning. I basically go from the garage into the car, which is already gonna be nice and toasty for me, to park my car and walk into the building. I'm not sitting outside every day. Like, do people think we're just gonna be outside coaching in the cold ass weather? No, I ain't crazy. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
it's not like I work outside either, so that's not a problem. Like, we will be outside until it gets, like, 30s or, like, 20s. That's a little bit too cold. Then we'll be inside where it'll be warm, and we'll be complaining that it's too hot in here. So, yes, I think we'll be fine. I'm sure we'll be fine. Yes, I know we will be fine. Like, we are from the Midwest. We had, like, cold snaps of weather and snow and ice, which is probably worse. Like you said, it was, like, the slushy ice back at Indianapolis. And here it's, like, the drifty kind, so I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, people do mention that it does get cold here, but it's just, it's so, it's like... If their cold is like they're hot here, I think we'll be definitely be fine. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm thin blooded, so I'll get cold and I'll freeze to death. But I'm going to do that kind of regardless. Is where we, like, the only state I have not done that in that I've lived in has literally been Hawaii. Literally, like, I mean, I've done that in Alabama. He um gets super cold, and I'll still have a box fan going at full speed. Cause I'll get hot, so that's that's what I'm on. I'm I'm usually hot all the time, so and he's usually cold. And like I heard a lady talking, I think we were out to eat or something, and she's like, "Oh, I might have to turn on my heat." I was like, "It's like 40 degrees," and like this past week, people were like, "Oh, it's getting cold." Like the throwers group and me, we're outside in like t-shirt and shorts, like, and I saw people in like oh, like knee-length winter attire and, like, hats. I was like, it's, like, 55 degrees. Is this, like, when, like, uh, Californians, it was, like, a slight breeze of below, like, 60, like, oh, it's freezing. I'm like, the hell? I walk outside, like, that That happened, like, when I was coming off a plane, it was, like, 50-something degrees. And I was like, oh, it's great out here because it was, like, snowy and shit back at home. And I see people with, like, winter hats, gloves, and scarves, and I'm just walking off in short sleeves like, oh, this is perfect. This is great. (sighs) Yeah. Oh. It's a little much. It really is. But on another topic, I will say this before we get into our question. We just had the worst Mexican food I possibly have ever had. This Mexican food was a revenge by the nation of Mexico on the United States for when we stole half of their country. That's what this was. It was trash. <laughs> like, okay, so it had marks of basically, I almost had like three strikes, honestly, at this place. The first strike was there was um, a whole bunch th- of really cheap looking, like, uh, kitschy. Just cheap, just stuff around the place. And there's this called, well, I don't know if I'll call it the name, but they have. Three chili peppers as the characters, and they all look awful. And they had this, these dumb characters in tin and sombreros in front of the store. Uh, Yeah, keep going. But the first strike. So the first strike was the chips and salsa. The first basket is free. After that, the baskets they charge you four dollars. And I was like, what? Uh, that. It's not how this is supposed to work. Usually chips and salsa is like bread in a Mexican restaurant. So you just get as much as you want. That's like cheap. Chips and salsa is very cheap. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I'm sure there's something that it's in response to, but I don't... It, it was... Okay. Well, and then there was the real problem that came back that your mom could not believe. Oh, yeah. Second problem, at least I... Th- I want to leave after this. Like, as soon as they sat us down and brought the chips and salsa, 
Second problem, I was like, do you guys have queso? They go, oh, unfortunately, we don't. I was like, what kind of, like, Mexican restaurant doesn't have queso? I, I, I was looking at Grandma's like, you want to go somewhere else? He's like, I'm fine here. I was like, all right, I guess we can try it out. You know, we got to try different things. The third strike was we get our food, right? First of all, this guy called us gentlemen. I was like, oh, great. No, I'm not a man. Don't assume my gender, dude. But um, the food came out and there was not a hint nor a speck, nay, even a little twinkle of seasoning on this food. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to make any assumptions, but we walked in, usually in a Mexican restaurant, there are Hispanic people working there. They own the restaurant, like the place that we went to, the real, was it Real Hacienda or back in Anderson? Uh, yes. It's like a chain, it's like Real Hacienda or something like that. No, uh, Red Habanero. No, not that one, but yeah, we've been there. There's some in Anderson, there's like three of them. They're like a little chain and they have Hispanic people working in there cooking up the food. Now, we came here, I know we were in Montana and there was nothing but... <laughs> white people working in there and i was like uh -uh. (laughs) like that was like my first strike i was like maybe they're back there you know chefing it up they own the restaurant and they're actually cooking the food they had us hire the you know white people to work out front and i was like there's gotta be a white dude back there cooking because this lady dropped off like cholula sauce or some sort of hot sauce that didn't even really work in in a sense like the bottle it was like like, attack it was awful yeah it was terrible and I looked at Graham. I was like, I don't even take this. Was supposed to be like char. It's like carne asada. Like this burrito was really big. And I was like, oh, right. This is huge. And it looked like a soggy mess. Nothing was seasoned. The tortilla shell wasn't seasoned. The beef, the rice, the beans, nothing. And they tried to sprinkle cheese on that hoe. Like it's supposed to give it a little seasoning. I was like, no, there wasn't no salt, no pepper, no nothing. It was like a soggy burrito full of meat. Now, like I said, I appreciate how big it was, but it didn't taste good. Also, the only flavor in the chips was a feeling of burden. Oh, yeah. Them chips was burnt. Usually in like, uh, you know, Mexican restaurants, they bring them out nice and hot. And they like fry them up. These were cold, stale chips. <laughs> not, not even stale. They were burnt. I was like, oh, God. So, yeah, we are not going back to that place. I, I really wanted to leave. We, we've been doing pretty poorly in food places here. Like, we found a good pizza place. We went to that uh, Asian fusion place, which totally was just a Chinese place that added sushi to the menu. Yeah. And when we put the sushi in the soy sauce, all the rice fell off. And there was, like, no... It was a red... Was it a pink lady? It was supposed to have, like, salmon in it. There was, like, the tiniest bit oh, it was, of salmon. I don't, I don't know if there actually was any salmon in it. I, I, it tasted more cucumber and mm-hmm. rice. The rice that actually stuck on it. Mm-hmm. The um, sushi place we went to for our anniversary wasn't bad. They did have, they overloaded the rice on the nigiri, but I think it was still pretty good. It was actually pretty decent. But, uh, no, Metals is pretty good. I like Metals. Yeah, Metals is pretty good. Metals, the pizza place we found here. The Chinese food isn't bad. It's just they just can't do sushi. Chinese food was was pretty okay. But I'm, I don't know if I want to go to any more Mexican places around here. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, this was trash. And I was like, he's like, hey, how the first few bites? And we just like, good. I straight up lied to that man. <laughs> the food was horrible. I don't want to say what it is, but I kind of want to. It's also, it's 
right by the interstate, which in my experience tends to make for more suspect food too. Can I do like a, you know, it, it's like the three habaneros. <laughs> it's the, someone can figure it out. If they really want to, but it's, it is a movie. Um, uh, right, Chevy anyways, Chase anyways, it. anyways, we're moving on to our email or what message from our DM from my sister Whitney. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how about you read it? Cause I'm, I'm probably going to do most of the talking, frankly. Okay, I'll read it. <clears throat> Hello! Exclamation mark. I was doing that to bug. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. How is the moose population there? Is there like is it like the deer population here in Indiana? Like the deer here are super stupid. Are moose like kind of kind of a bit smarter than deer when dealing with traffic? Also, oh, also, have you guys found any new interesting food places in Montana as of yet? Oh, I guess we just answered that last. Yeah, one. we accidentally answered that one. Uh, the answer is, I, I guess we discovered metals. Well, there's another place, the M and M. There's stuff downtown too. I mean, there's stuff. Take you to. So to answer some of the questions, um, the one of the big things about the moose population out here is there's way less moose than there are deer. Um, just in general, moose are I think they're technically actually megafauna because they're enormous animals. So part of that, it just means that there's less moose to get in trouble with than there are deer. Uh, for instance, I was doing a little bit of research before we did. Um, there's an estimate of 5,000 moose in the state, so lot, not a lot of animals. The big comparison, though, unfortunately, is a uh, story from Montana Outdoors. Only about 300 moose are harvested in Montana. Means brutally murdered. They're killing my cousins. Uh, compared to about 2,500 elk and 95,000 mule deer and white-tailed deer. So just moose are just, there's less of them to get into trouble with traffic. Also out here, there's just less roads for the animals to be on. And as far as whether or not they're smart about traffic, um, in some ways they kind of are because for a, Moose in the natural environment, something the size of a car actually will not mess with the moose. So the moose don't care. You know, um, you know, here's what kills adult moose based on the 57 adult female moose in this study. Uh, 34 of the animals died of, of old age, disease, parasites, injuries, arterial worms. 11 from predation, so of which 9 of them were killed by wolves. 4 by humans, 7 unknown. And then one accident. So that, you know, they're just dying naturally. But they, but yeah, I don't see, like, when I was back in Illinois, it was constantly, you were constantly getting deer on vehicle accidents. So, but as far as whether or not the moose are smarter, the moose are kind of smarter because they know the car shouldn't mess with them. And if the car does mess with them, um, the car's going to lose. There's been plenty of reports of cars hitting moose in the legs and the moose body because they're up high comes down crashes wrecks the car possibly kills the driver and sometimes moose will just like get up and and limp away so they're they're not as they're not as common so the accidents aren't as common also i haven't i don't think i've even seen a white-tailed deer since we moved out here they're here obviously but we're also up in the mountains 
rather which is not as heavily yeah we're really high in elevation yeah um but we're also not really near where moose like to hang out which is moose like to hang out in water their their name their Algonquin name means twig eater like they they like small trees rather than just eating grass and stuff like deer do oh was that it uh so, so that was kind of that was the big thing about uh yeah the the deer and but yes deer are super stupid well, you've seen their legs. They're just really gangly. Yeah, deer, deer just, I don't I don't know why they, and that doesn't make, I mean, I guess deer might get on the roads because they have better sight lines, but then that also means things that eat them have better sight lines to them. So I don't, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> don't look at me like that. So yes, um. That's we've only seen those two deer, and we haven't seen any since. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting to one day. I'm opening my door, bowing out, and there's gonna be like a bear, and I'm gonna be like, nope, not today, Satan. I'm staying at home. One of the guys was talking about one day he went out to go hunting. This is at 4 a.m., and there was an elk sleeping next to his porch. Sleeping? Yeah, just asleep next to his porch. He said he didn't kill it because it felt unfair, and I was like, yeah. It just oh. Just like right there in front of his, like it's like packaged up right at his doorstep with a little bow on it, just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that would have been too easy. So he went out to where he normally hunts, because right now it is bow hunting season out here. Yeah, something opened up. I saw two guys we were filling up. They had like their camo stuff on. There was, I think it was bow season well, is already started. I think rifle season is like next week or something. Yeah, we found out because we were confused that. If it's bow hunting season, you don't need to wear orange. So every, that's why everybody's all camoed up. But when it comes to the firearm season, you can. Also, they actually have rifle seasons out here, which they do not have in Indiana or Illinois, or I think most Midwestern states, mostly because a rifle round in those states will carry and probably hit something important like a building or a person. Out here, there's just not as much to hit. Well, she doesn't say that hunters still, still can't be, you know, hunters still have to be careful, of course, but the risks are much lower. They're also uh, doing a lot of work with public-private partnerships where they're trying to open up more private land to hunters um, and just general explorers, um, you know, people to get out about while still maintaining private land proper, um, proper uh, land management. Moose, moose, moose. Oh, my God. They're the best. So, yes. And the food places we found are Metals. You, I haven't taken you to the M&M. It's like another burger place. It's pretty good. But um, And then our Silver Bow Pizza. Like That's actually pretty decent pizza. They make everything and by hand. It's better than uh, the chain pizzas. We're trying to stay away from chains. There's not too many chains around here, honestly, which is good. Yeah, there are not. So... Trying to stay away from that, but if we, I feel like if we want to go get better Mexican food, we're going to either have to go back home or go to like a bigger city like Billings or um, Helena or something like that. Because we did have a burrito from there and it wasn't that good either from uh, like, I think it was a chain, it was like Del Taco or something like that. Remember? Oh, yeah. We went up there and I was like, I don't really taste anything of this meat either. So dude, they just not season their meat around here. This is supposed to be like the beef capital of the world. Right. So they so they don't season it because high quality beef doesn't need to be seasoned. Yeah, but it tastes like nothing. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying 
maybe we should just go to the steak place all the time. And I decided to pitch in or get actually active this time. One of the things that was a problem in Anderson is, well, the, the Pantene Pro V, as Felicia likes to call it, um, kicked in. And that caused a problem. But I didn't get too heavily into tabletop games. So I've, I've gone into the local shop and started a Shadowrunner group. Unfortunately, time constraints have been a little heavy on all of us. But we've been playing. We've gotten started. People seem to be enjoying it. Um, I'm realizing that I have been involved in this game for literally 20 years, which is kind of a little little offsetting at times. Uh, like I, Like we needed... One of the characters is from the Pueblo Corporate Council. I think he's specifically from El Paso, which is, I'm pretty sure is the capital. So we were doing, so I went and I pulled out my old Shadow North America book, which is literally 20 years old. Um, but we were doing some research on that because he's thinking about having his character be Zuni, which is one of the two primary tribes in the PCC before their merger with the Ute Nation. Felicia's just ignoring me, which is probably for the best. Uh, so, which also means, which is also kind of interesting because now I get to do research on the Zuni tribe in general as kind of their traditional elements because the, the group's getting into a conflict with their, um, they don't realize this yet, but they're getting hired by the Koshari, which is a Native American organized tribe syndicate out of the PCC, but they're running up into the Lakota Mafia who are out of the Sioux Nation and so I've got, I, because of mom's involvement with the, um, with the, with the Lakota up at Sisseton, I've, you know, I've, I've learned a fair amount just through exposure and, and research about the historical Sioux, which I haven't done with the Zuni. So that's, that's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, they're, so uh, it's, it's nice to be able to get back into that, get out and do some exploring the world again, the, the world of Shadowrun. Keep trying to convince Felicia to go outside with me, but she's like, no, outdoors are dumb. I don't like the outdoors. I'm a big old baby. No, I don't want to go hiking because I work out every day. You're in the office. I have a little bit more leeway with my schedule. Like, I'm outside in the elements. That's what you don't... The, you and your parents never understand this. You're like, oh, why don't you go outside? Stuff outside. Like, it's hot and I'm tired of sitting outside. I work outside all the time. I like to sit in some sort of air condition a little bit. Like, I'm not trying to be burning my ass off like I was this summer, so that is why. Like, you're stuck inside most of the day. I get to be outside and do whatever I want. So, yes, that's why. So, yeah. All right, do you want to do your thing that you do to punish me? Time for Grab IDK. Grab IDK! I know this episode was kind of short, but we've been really busy. But hopefully we'll get back into our normally regularly scheduled, try to put in a movie so we can talk about that. Hopefully Airplane 2. I'm waiting not. for Talk to Me to come out so I can we can talk about that. Because I heard that was pretty good. I want to watch that scary movie. And, of course, it is spooky season, so I love watching bad horror movies. Good, bad, bad, good horror movies. Like The Car. Oh, The Car was so amazing. Ugh. I loved it. That movie was hilarious. <laughs> or the Black Door. <laughs> that movie was crazy. Okay. You ready? Go ahead. Your word for today is child. Child? 
Yep. C H I L E. Uh, it's kind of a slang for someone you're friends with, like ooh child when you're talking to your uh, girls. You trying to be sassy with it now? Ooh child. Was I right? Child is pronounced like child without the D. It's someone, it's sometimes used as someone does something questionable, sort of like WTF. Nicki Minaj polarized it when someone commented on her big boobs on Instagram Live and said, ooh, child. Anyways, the people have started using it as a meme. However, it's been around uh, and used in the black community for years. See weird Instagram posts. Okay. Mm, child, what the... What WTF is this? Child, sit the hell down or assembly just child. <laughs> so you were kind of wrong. I mean, yes, the black community has used it. I mean, the five stair steps, they have their, well, they, what is lit, listed as ooh child, but I don't know. I think that's more like ooh child than it is. And that came out in, let's see. Here. Like the 70s? Let's see. That was, I think it was 70s. Artists. Oh yeah, released nineteen seventy. So, so you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're. <laughs> I'm going back to the food again. We were deciding. Like I was still tr- like, as I was cutting into this meat or this unseasoned meat burrito, I was like, "What am I going to eat later?" Because I'm going to be hungry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, well, we're going to have to get something later. Um, so I'm I'm probably going to have to wind up going out and getting us a pizza at some point. I did, there's apparently a drive-through uh, um, Mexican place that's supposed to be really good. Or we could go back and get those fairly good but ludicrously expensive. Um, they called them cheese balls. But they they called them cheese balls out here, yeah. But they're kind of cheese curds, but they were. Yeah, we, we went there because I was like, oh, let's stop and grab some. Them shits was $12. Actually, no, because I got the sauce, which was not that good. A little dipping uh, marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. It was like $15 for a large bag. And I was, you're like, oh, there's a whole bunch in here. And $13 for what I thought the size of the bag was would have been okay. What I thought the size of the bag was like a full size one of the, well, not not a completely full brown bag, brown paper bag like you do for like, you know, sack lunches or whatever. But, um, it was like, it, you know, those paper bags I use for McDonald's, like French fries. It was like that. I mean, if think of been, like the small dollar paper bag you get from McDonald's, that's how big it was for a large. So there was not that much in there. Yeah. If it had been like a quarter full, a third full, I'd be like, okay, that's fair. But no, that was way too much. Yeah. I mean, they weren't bad or anything, but I was like, damn, everything is very much more expensive out here. So we're learning that, but that is the end of this week's episode. Please, please send us some questions at damnyourtallpod at gmail.com or on our Instagram, DYTPod on Instagram or Twitter, or follow me, ask me some questions on all my social medias. It's Fifi underscore J247. Follow Graham Mildrum on all his social medias, and we'll catch you on the next one. That includes her athletes. Her athletes can ask her questions in person. However, at questions asked to Felicia do not qualify under the Graham questions that he will answer regardless of what you answer whatever you ask him okay yeah we're ending it here we're probably going to order a pizza okay time right. to watch some football bye bye